And, and recording. Woohoo! Alright. Right. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Outpouring Fellowship Podcast. It is time for well, it's that time of the week where we open up the place for Jesus lovers who question the church. That's right. Shalom, shalom, everyone. So this is uh, this program is going to be more of a um, recap, like we mentioned last week, uh, for just reminding our current viewers and any new viewer, viewers that are uh, uh, on this uh, broadcast right now, uh, just to make make sure that everyone's aware of what, what is what, what we're about and uh, what, what our um, hope or to this ministry and the whole point of this ministry is just to get by back with a body again, if you will to get uh, to understand what jesus meant when he said upon this rock i will build my church that's how we've been well known and read but you know exactly so, but the proper translation the greek word ecclesia means um a gathering assembly and uh a people not a building we're talking about anything but a structure so uh so we're trying to just get a recap trying to recap what an ecclesia is and its function before we get into all that, we've got a little housekeeping to do, of course, as always. So, thank you for listening, for watching, and welcome. You can watch us live every Wednesday on Rumble, about this time. Uh, that being 6 Pacific, 9 Eastern. Or catch us... on YouTube at the Outpouring Fellowship Ecclesia. Anytime after that, probably a, starting about noon Eastern-ish, something like that, um, on Wednesdays. Or you can catch us on your favorite podcast app. Not after Thursday morning, but after... Because now I'm uploading it. <laughs> so it, it gets done faster. Um, so from just after the, just after the episode airs, streams, um, you can find us on true social at Caleb meal and at tech underscore freedom on Instagram. You can find Caleb kit at Caleb underscore meal on telegram. You can find me at Matthew 76. You can email us outpouring underscore fellowship at proton.me and Caleb meal at outlook.com. The background music, of course, is Indie Folk Background by Kale Productions. You know, be sure to like, subscribe, share, comment, all that sort of good stuff. And let us get on with mm -hmm. the topic. Mm -hmm. Now remember, guys, we want to we wanna hear from you. By all means, please reach out. All right. So, what is an ecclesia? For those who were here for uh, our last um, meeting, 
Maclesia, well, as like we just said, is a people. Is a gathering. And just kind of gave him a little history back. Matt, he, he's always uh, good at explaining this, but uh, Naclesia is was in pretty much in in um in Roman context or in Greek context, mainly Roman because of, of the Roman uh, occupation uh, during that time. Uh, it was a it was a governmental system where there would be twelve uh, probably uh, up to twelve, 12 people, ten or twelve would gather in in the in the court in the courtyard or wherever they were told to meet and discuss about um certain issues certain uh things certain policies to enforce or, or what mean anything to um expand on to anything to benefit rome go for it man so an ecclesia in, in the roman context was a group of people who were literally sent out from rome to yeah, yeah. do these things to right right um make wherever they were sent into a little Rome to reproduce Rome elsewhere. That's the purpose mm -hmm. of Ecclesia, politically speaking. So, you know, Caesarea Philippi would have had an Ecclesia from Rome. Mm -hmm. It would, Jerusalem probably would have had one. Um, Antioch probably had one. Damascus had one. And their purpose was to be a ruling council, to partner with the the existing town council, to advise mm -hmm. the the governor or the king in or the the client king in the area about how to be more Roman. So these people Yeah, I like how the term and I like how the term that went through our previous notes, it's an ecclesia in that context, uh, was a city council that represented the culture, policy, statutes, laws, lifestyle of the king in their city. Basically bringing in that and wherever and where it was, like with the examples you said, Antioch, Jerusalem, Caesarea, Philippi, bringing all that in that area. So that's what we're talking about here and it wasn't so much bringing the king's way in terms of uh, the the roman idea or the greek idea it was bringing the emperor's way it was bringing the roman mm -hmm. way mm -hmm. now we're co-opting that jesus co-opted that with his 12 when he made mm -hmm. that statement that we quoted that we quoted earlier um as he was, as they were passing the gates of hell, um, or gates of Hades, as the case may be, uh, not yeah, far from Caesarea Philippi. Right. If you, if it, for those who remember, and if anyone knows the history, in that area of Caesarea Philippi, especially where Jesus and the disciples um, stayed, at, they were in the area where there was a lot of. Uh, pagan temples uh three big ones and what we just mentioned uh the gates of hades which was a big hole in the in the ground in the in the mountain where there was a lot of uh, sacrifice uh sacrifice uh, made there and a lot of human sacrifice mm -hmm. especially infant sacrifice so in the other two temples one was dedicated to caesar because we everyone declared caesar as a god and then there was the pan uh um the goat god uh, Pan, mm -hmm. the sex god, 
so just a lot of uh, profan profanity in that area. A place you would not think, okay, Jesus and disciples going in this area of all places. There was a reason. Jesus always had a reason. He was basically saying that the the what I'm plan, all these temples, they won't be able to stand against the kingdom of God. Because nope. you were going to be that kingdom of God. You were going to represent me. You're going to proclaim me. You're going to be walking in my authority. You're going to be walking in my presence. And all that, that will bring the dark, the kingdom of darkness to the ground. Absolutely. So that, <clears throat> pardon me. So that's the purpose. That is the mm -hmm. purpose of Ecclesia. It's to bring the king's way into your community, into your Yep. city into your region so the number one question is how well do you know the king mm. because mm -hmm. how can i like uh, the one yeah you're good um i love uh what uh one of a, a singer that i uh, that i listened to how he puts it when jesus is saying you know but seek ye first the kingdom of of, of heaven and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. Well, in order to seek the kingdom, you're seeking the king. Right? Mm -hmm. That's the reason why we seek the kingdom is to seek the king. How well do we know him? That, that is the question. And mm -hmm. how can we represent him if we don't even know him? So right. we've, we've got to work on our own relationship with him. And that's something that's best done in community, by the way. So, probably the the best analog to ecclesia within the modern church would be a discipleship group. Um, actually, there was one that I was involved with before I left a local mega church a few years back. Um, which was it was it was a men's small group, men's D group, which was all about replicating itself, which was all about growing the guys who were there, and then sending them out to make more groups. Okay, so that's that's the model here. We we get together, we become family really and as we become family we also get we should we should desire to each start our own because the idea here isn't just building another church right this is not just a core group okay um to to use church planting lingo. Uh, mm -hmm. And, you know, I grew up in the vineyard movement, which was, which has always had planting in its DNA, right? So it's not, it's not a core group because it's not meant to build onto itself. It's meant to be decentralized. It's right. meant to, um, gather others around but in other areas 
So say you've got people from different neighborhoods in the same city who are in your ecclesia. Or even different cities in your state. The idea is that you guys come together, whether in person or online, doesn't really matter. Because sometimes, especially with what the, especially with the nonsense that uh, the government seems intent on foisting on us again. Have you heard about that? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, this new uh, variant—I don't even know what, what they're spelling it now, but uh, you know. <laughs> I, I haven't heard a Greek letter for it yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, come on, you guys. This is just, this is pitiful. Just, not, just another thing to bring fear and you know and chaos. That's what the enemy does. Mm -hmm. And that, that this is where this is where it's time for the believers to really stand strong and mm -hmm. say we're we're not gonna we're not gonna comply because mm -hmm. we represent the kingdom. It's important that you know we stand in that authority and to give others that hope that you know okay you don't need to be living in fear, believers. Start praying. If let's say if this thing is real, rebuke it. We have been given authority to command diseases to leave. Knock this thing on and its butt. In. Exactly. So start acting like it, people. We or, are called to do more than just sit. Or as Kenneth Copeland said last time, I, or blow it. <laughs> guys to do more than just sit and listen to a good message mm -hmm. it's always time for to listen to a good message but now it's not also time to start living and I, i'm i'm not saying that i'm perfect at it i'm not trying to come across that but i, I see that we need to start acting like it I, we need to start doing what the, they did in the book of acts and it's a, it's a slow process I, I man so i'm not trying to sound judgmental I'm not i'm not I'm still working on it, trying to live in that, to live. So it's a process. But what I'm saying is for the people, that, you know, who just want us to stay and living in fear of all this. No, you, you, you don't have to. You don't need to. It, it doesn't benefit you. We have been given authority to cast out devils, to, you know, break strongholds. And, and, and now heal. it's time for God's people to start learning and to heal, to change lives. So we're we're called for so much more. We we need not fear. Period. How many times? How many times has he, has he said that to peace people? Uh, um, the answer is three hundred sixty-five, and probably even, probably even more than that. Uh, that we did. That's what we have on record. But I'm sure he's done, he's done that more than that. He's constantly telling his people, "Don't fear, don't fear." But I am greater than that fear. Like. It, you see in i think it's towards the end of job there is a uh, there's a passage where and usually people think that it's in either psalms or proverbs but it's in job where the, and the idea is that whatever somebody what somebody feared actually was what came upon them so their fear was made manifest in reality mm. so we can't feed this thing we can't mm. afford to How you like them apples? Mm. Mm, let that sink in, right? <laughs> um, and that's part of what Ecclesia is supposed to do. 
we're supposed to get together and encourage each other. Right? Like, that's yeah. what fellowship is. That's what doing life together is about. It's not, it's not just getting together and hear, hearing somebody preach, the same preacher over and over again. Ecclesia is very democratic. Except that the, uh, the dictator is the Lord. <laughs> well, if we call him Lord, then what he says goes, right? That's True. a dictator. <laughs> mm. But he's been just, uh, just right, exactly, exactly. He just gives us the free will if we're not listening or not. Mm-hmm. But in in responding in love, it's yes. incumbent on us to listen. It's incumbent yes. on us to obey. That's hard. Because we think we, don't we know understand best. A lot all the time. Exactly. We don't understand a lot of things why he asked us to do it. Until we do it. Then we'll and not it's not always the case that we'll realize why. But in time he'll he'll show this is why it needed to be done this way. Mm -hmm. why you needed to do this i wanted you to be a part of this i wanted you to learn from this you know a, a, you know and, and more and more to it so it has it, it's a hard thing that is a hard thing because it goes against our own understanding mm -hmm. like god this isn't gonna work it it, it doesn't it's not gonna work because it, it, these scenarios this scenario because again that's just how we think when what we, about this what about this, what about this? when we when we <laughs> lean on this rather than on him mm -hmm right like it's that simple it ain't easy but it's it's dead simple and the reality is guys as the body of Christ we can stop this thing dead in its tracks number one we pray and declare that it's that it has no power Right. Then we follow it up with action and we don't comply. We continue meeting no matter what they say. Mm -hmm. We continue walking around with bare faces. Not muzzles. <laughs> I like that word. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. I mean, ah. <sighs> We could get off into those weeds if we wanted to. Oh, yeah. That's not the point here. Um, but using that example, as a, as the body of Christ, we, we're we not called to, you know, to be, we're, well, then it, we want, it might crawl into the, you know, respecting rulers and all that. And man, by all means, give your thoughts on that. But once you know truth and you try, and, and you try to expose that, it's not about a matter of uh, submitting to uh, rulers in a sense. It's just by it's just calling out, knowing what is false. This is false. We're not going to stand for truth. We're not going to stand for lies. Mm -hmm. We want truth. In large part, so kind of like with the way children are in, are instructed to be with their parents. We are to respect and honor the positions of rulership 
because God has established those. God has ordained those. If the individual leaders are terrible and are telling us to do things that are against the will of God, mm-hmm. which... Against his word? You know. Which, I mean, come on. Not gathering together. Social distancing. Mm-hmm. Um, Why do you think the enemy doesn't want that? Because he doesn't want God's people uh, be able to be um, to uh, my goodness, uh, what's the word? Make a difference. To be functional. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's on us to stand up this time. We know better now. We don't, we don't need to be afraid of this nonsense anymore. We don't. And when we choose to submit to it, we'll wind up... It's not going to wind up good. Because the truth is, in this country at least, and I know it, we're not the only ones, but that's what we know, there has been a significant loss of freedom. Even after they lifted the lockdown. Um, it's just, you guys, we have to stand up this time. We have to say no. Mm-hmm. And when we do that in a group, when we do that in groups, they can't do anything about it. What's the worst they can do? Toss us in jail? Come on. We need we need to be in a place where we don't care. Because we know that's not the will of God. And also that's a fear thing, right? Right? Mm-hmm. I mean the only thing that they have is fear in you know in the in the famous words of fdr on on um, pearl harbor the only thing we have to fear is fear itself yes it's true very true the rest of it is just nonsense and it is made to look far worse than it actually is through fear Mm-hmm. So let's stop. Let's take the time to think through what we're doing and stop. Because if we don't take the time to actually respond, and again, this is something that we can do as small groups in Ecclesia, but let's get back to Ecclesia. This isn't supposed to be a political diatribe. <laughs> no, but it is supposed to exercise our authority, our authority mm-hmm. and realizing who we are. That That's the point we're trying to make, guys. Um, but yeah, going back to uh, Ecclesia and um, what, what it is, we talked about just getting a brief definition that it is a people, it is a gathering. And understanding the Roman culture, it, 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 uh, Jesus used that um to get just give an understanding of like this you you're gonna be like the ecclesias they did for uh that they're doing for rome um 
as they spread out to other cities. So what, what I, I will do with all of you, how you will expand my kingdom. And, you know, it, it goes back to that uh, message, you know, that Jesus kind of tells them that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And it's not talking about the kingdom of heaven that, you know, is coming in the sense like that we will see in the, in the final days where, you know, we will see the king reign. He's talking about it's here with you. Mm -hmm. If you believe in my name and you accept me, be baptized and receive the Holy Spirit and walk with me, follow me. The kingdom of heaven is with you. It surrounds you. You are bringing it forth here on this earth like that prayer. Your will be done on earth as your will is done is in heaven. Mm -hmm. and, and, and a lot of even so, and, and again, I'm still learning more and more what that means. Because it, it, it's hard to getting that, you know, wrapping us that spiritual mindset with our with our human mindset, our, our comprehension. But it, if we are living it, we are bringing forth his uh, presence. We are bringing forth his ways. We're bringing forth his Torah, if you will, his, his word, you know, living it, walking in it. Um, and bring, and therefore changing lives because, you know, like what you were saying about the, that Jesus, you know, it, and if we think about it, if we make him, uh, if he has the final say, he is the dictator, but he is the benevolent because, but he, even with that, that dictatorship, if you will, I, I know it's such a, almost Ugly so wrong to say that, but yeah, but, uh, but the idea is that even through that dictatorship, his kind of dictatorship, his di di dictatorship brings freedom. Mm-hmm. It's like a reverse dictatorship. Yeah. Because we have the choice whether we're going to follow it or not. Right. But out of a response of love, we should want to. Mm -hmm. That's the bottom line here. Right. Because back then, back then, when, 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 when the people of Israel received uh, God's law, they were still stubborn. They were still... Just corrupt and sinful from just being in bondage from the in, in the land of Egypt for four generations, and I mean that's a that's a long time to you know break their mindset, the, their ways of living. I mean, not trying to you know uh, condone their, their or excuse them. No, no, no. What they did back then was wrong, and they were in 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 a rebellion. They were in a rebellious spirit, uh, and the Lord really had to shake them up. Mean that God was meaning business. You are going to be a light, but with being a light, there's going to be some changes. Since you will not obey, you will not submit. You will die. That's the consequence. That is the consequence. Maybe not right then, but again, back then, that was the, the, God was trying to form a nation. He was meaning. He was being serious. He was trying to get their mindset right with Him. Mm -hmm. I was being so strict because they needed to, to start thinking like Him living like him but in the, in that kind so going back to what i was trying to say that um during that time it was a have to we have to obey this or else we will perish but now i mean god back then he he wanted to have their hearts to a want we want to serve you he, he always wanted that but now with jesus what he did for us dying and resurrecting and finally giving us his holy spirit that he promised he would send us we, he's now changed our, um, if it, it were in, written in Ezekiel, he's changed our heart from a stone to our heart of flesh. 
He's changed our heart to a now. Well, we have we have to do this more more of a discuss. We have to now. He's turning it into I want to because I see how good and how holy and righteous he is. And I、loving. see what he's done for me and loving. I, I want to. I want. I want that. I want to live like that. So he, he gives us the whole you know turnaround. Mm-hmm. It's a changing. It's a we get to. Yeah, it's a we get to now. Yeah, not a oh we gotta. Yeah, it's not an obligation. Well, it is, but it isn't. Again, like, <laughs> like I've I've talked through this many times in the last year with one of my good friends, um, and I'm continually blown away by how much he grow he's grown, but. That's you know, <laughs> all glory to God on that one.、Um, but yeah, he coming out of a largely Southern Baptist background, he was very like he's still struggling with getting past the、uh, moral musts and. And getting through, and deep into his heart, that it's a response of love that's incumbent on us. Not a we must if we're going to go to heaven or whatever.、Ugh. The point of the way Jesus wants to change us. Is so that we're actually ready for heaven. It's not just a fire insurance thing, guys. This is a whole life makeover. And it's not a your best life now thing either.、Uh, Lord knows I like to pick on Joel O a bit, but. <laughs> um. Who literally is a used car salesman? Uh oh. <laughs> But really, though, the the point isn't that. The point is that in Ecclesia we learn who and whose we are, and we learn that walking with Him is a response of love. Not a not a duty. Not、um, not a moral obligation. <laughs> no, come on, guys. Let let's get that out of our heads. Get it out of our systems. That doesn't help. It just doesn't. So. Stop it! I'm gonna Bob Newhart you, <laughs> but maybe dated myself there. <laughs> anyway, but seriously, in Ecclesia we learn who and whose we are, so that we can operate in authority, so that we can change our neighborhoods, change our cities, change our regions, 
change our states. Because remember, guys, he didn't he didn't have to he didn't have to do any of this. Really, we can go back to like, you know changing our must. God didn't like I must save my people. In a way, he probably he probably had, but no, he he wanted to save us because he loved us. What and, Jesus told Nicodemus, and because he loved the Father. Yes. Because the whole thing was obedience to the Father. Mm -hmm. And if Jesus needed to be obedient to the Father, how much are we? Exactly. And it's like it's so simple, but again, it's not easy because our pride gets in the way. Mm -hmm. Our our thoughts about how things should be, our fear gets in the way. Mm -hmm. Because you know, the world tells us that we need to be masters of our own destiny and all this all this stuff and it's like, no, that's orphan thinking. That's lack thinking. Hmm. Not abundance thinking. Not beloved child thinking. When was the last time you saw a kid who you know who you just knew was completely loved by their parents want for anything I'll wait <laughs> I can't think of a time and you know sometimes sometimes the love is tough sometimes you get put in the corner Sometimes you get spanked. Uh-oh. Oh, 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 oh. He said that word. Oh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> Can't use that anymore. <laughs> but seriously, though, guys, it's, uh, it, it's that simple. It's that simple. And, you know, like, Jesus was... Jesus said it. If you, as a good parent wouldn't give your kid a rock instead of bread wouldn't give them a scorpion instead of an egg or a fish then how much more so does your father in heaven take care of you how much more does he love you and that that's what gets emphasized in Ecclesia. A reminder for everyone who's struggling with something. We're all struggling with something. We're all on that journey. That journey is constantly uh, pruning us, getting us ready, uh, and it hurts. It really hurts. And then with all with that hurt, the enemy allows you know bring confusion, frustration. Uh, rebellious, and that's and part of Ecclesia is gathering and just you know being real. And a lot of mm -hmm. people, how many times do you as a person in church that you that you they agree? It's like, hey man, how you doing? It's like I'm doing great. Great. And then where they're screaming, <laughs> and in, and in, and in, you know in and in their head, their mind, and their heart, they're screaming. Mm -hmm. They're they're hurt. They're crying. Absolutely. Because we don't and... like to open up. We don't like to. And the church model doesn't give space for it 
Like, there's not, uh, how do, how do I, how do I put this? Yeah, there's just not space. We're actually encouraged to be fake. I mean, come on, 20 years ago, there was a, a, a song that Casting Crowns put out, Stained Glass Masquerade. Go listen to it and see how much you relate to it. Seriously. Um, and it's all about this phenomenon where we put masks on at church and we go, I'm just, I'm blessed, brother. When, if they know you at all, they're like, no, you, um, I know you're struggling, <laughs> but in the context of that sort of interaction, you don't push it. You just don't. So it just kind of stays there and nobody ever shifts from that. Unless you happen to have a really good friend, then after service, you, you know, you go for have a, have a conversation. Mm hmm. But yeah. Ecclesia is all about those conversations. It's all about right. anybody involved being able to share. And they don't, they, don't, they, don't feel, they don't fear being judged. They don't feel being you know, looked bad at. Just being real. I'm just being real. And with that real, you know, now give, let's give encouragement. Mm -hmm. it's, 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 there's, there's always a time for just, you know, bringing out your frustration, being a little negative questioning, and then you, now it's got to stop. Mm -hmm. Now here, now it's part of the rest of it. Okay, bringing, bringing that question. Well, if you think about this, what about this? You know, uh, Again, you know, um, our not just folks that you know. I, I love hearing these evangelists that trying to uh, that really trying to help people who are confused or you know have a, their own view on what they think Christianity is, and it's, and it's like, well, that doesn't base reality. You know, that what you think it doesn't it doesn't change reality. Your my your view it doesn't change what you know is real. Mm -hmm. It doesn't change the facts. So. It, it, it helped me, and then like it like that in Ecclesia, helping that person who's dealing with a confusion, bringing something that they didn't think about. Okay, well, what about this? Did you ever think about it this way? You know, kind of like with Jesus, he will always mm -hmm. answer a question with a question. You know, how? What's written in the law? How do you read it? About when you ask, how do you inherit eternal life? The lawyer said, "Love the Lord." It is written, "Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your strength." all your mind and love your neighbor as yourself and jesus said you said well do this and you will live excellent you get a gold star but <laughs> <laughs> um, that's the point he's just bringing that you know that part of that is to help sharpen one another and giving another side to whatever we're struggling with another way of looking at it doesn't mean mm -hmm. we'll respond right away but again that's part of it it's part of the process and you guys in Ecclesia, everybody's supposed to bring something. You you look at how Paul was talking to the Corinthians in 1 Corinthians. He's like, everything in good order, but everybody should be bringing a psalm, a hymn, a spiritual song. Everybody should be bringing a tongue, a prophecy, everybody something from the Bible. Exactly. Something. And it Find doesn't... Your... 
Ask the Father to sh ask the Father to show you or reveal your gifts and use them. Use them to expand the kingdom. Like it doesn't have to be this forty-five minute sermon or even a twenty-minute sermon. Something basic. Like it. <laughs> and this is coming from a seminarian, right? Hello. Um, it's it's not about eloquence. It's not about erudition. It's not about scholarship. All that stuff is man. Yeah, if anyone tells you different, they're being arrogant. And you don't even have to present it well. Just bring something. Like Because again, giving the gospel does not require human effort. It requires our obedience mm -hmm. to be willing to do it. And then the real power comes from the Holy Spirit who is speaking through you. I mean, Remember. like whenever we talk about this, I'm reminded of the the story of how the song Heart of Worship came about. You know that song? Yeah, yeah, classic. Um, Matt Redman. Anyway, so mm -hmm. he was a worship leader at a large church in the UK. I believe it was a vineyard, but doesn't really matter what it was. Um, I think, I think it was actually called Soul Survivor. But anyway, so this was back in <clears throat> back in the mid '90s, and he realized, like, he was in the Psalms because a good worship leader, a good worship pastor, should be in the Word themselves, right? And he realized that there wasn't really even congreg congregational participation in singing along even most of the time. It was just a show. They were treating it like a rock he, show. He realized that. And so he decided, you know what? We're not going to do worship. We'll have 45 minutes of quiet until you guys start bringing stuff. Bring a song, bring us, bring a psalm, bring a hymn, something wow. that the wow. Lord has given you in the last week. And until you do that, I'm not, I'm not going to lead worship. We'll I've just sit here. I've never heard this story. Wow, I've never heard this. That's where the song came from. It was that season. That's why, that's why it's, I'm coming back to the heart of worship, where it's all about you. Jesus. I'm going to look at that song completely different now. <laughs> it's, like, it's so much more meaningful than most yeah. of us think. Like, it's, it's an amazing story, and a truly, uh, like, pardon me. And a truly ballsy move on his part as a worship leader, as a worship pastor. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's terrifying. Because, I mean, I would imagine he got it okayed by the pastor, by the senior pastor, but uh, <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, 
So that's that's where the heart of worship came from. That's what Ecclesia is about. It's everybody brings something, and it's a small enough group that nobody needs to be afraid. Like that that moment is like it would be fraught with social anxiety for most people because who wants to get on a mic in front of a, a congregation of several th several hundred if not a thousand people but that's what he was requesting of them that's what he was requesting of them it was it was kind of nuts and the congregation did shrink because the people who didn't want to be involved with that found a different church. And it shows you their heart, guys. Exactly. They just want to be entertained. Hear a nice fluffy a nice fluffy message and and go go do you. No. Yeah. No. A little nice booster and then, you know, go go do your own thing. And then be empty by the end of the day, you know, because most Christians aren't even in the word. And, you know, self, um, <laughs> self included much of the last several years. Um, I'm just getting back into a pattern that I used to have. Mm. Um, like, I'm, That's the thing, man. You you say you had a pattern, now you're getting back into it. It's a matter of getting, as you will, get back on the horse. Start mm -hmm. riding again. Start if you see you you falling back, move forward. Mm -hmm. We can't dwell. We can't dwell and think I'm I'm, I'm like we can't dwell on it. I'm speaking to myself it, because it does nothing. It really does nothing. But keep you there. Mm -hmm. you, you admit you made a mistake. Repent. And now put put on Jesus, put on Him, allow Him to empower you to move forward. Um, Absolutely. Empower, empower you with the love that He has for you, knowing that hey, I'm not getting up on you. I see it now. Now rise up, go and sin no more. Walk walk with me, depend on me, mm -hmm. grow with me, seek me all the time, and be with Him. Like, it's that simple. He just wants us to be with him. It's not this big, overblown uh, routine that we have to do. You know, some people have found ways that seem to work for them. You need to find your own. Or better yet, find out what God wants you to do. Well, I mean, find what works. And that's right. probably what God wants you to do. Exactly. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and in Ecclesia, we encourage each other in that way. Yeah. Like, it's... Ecclesia is simple. It's all about relationship, and it's all, it's all about horizontal relationship and vertical. There's none of this extra political nonsense that comes from 
the social jockeying in a in a traditional church because there aren't that many people there should be no agenda saying no it's all you know hey i'm the leader i'm i'm the one that started this i'm the one i'm the one i'm the one no no it's not about that i'm the pastor yeah right yeah like yeah i hate i hate that one Like, one thing that I really love about the the culture that Wimber created with the vineyard is that it wasn't ever about titles. Like, we called our senior pastor by his first name. It wasn't Reverend Dr. whatever the last name was. It wasn't Bishop. We can get into that later. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Like, that's organization stuff. That's, and, like, the word, the word episkopos, which is usually translated as bishop, just means overseer. And in the context of a bunch of ecclesias in a city, that's just someone... some kind of overseer. Yeah. So that people don't go off the rails. I mean... I was I was recently talking to Russ and there was a leader overseas who had gone off the rails. Um like got super super as I call woo-woo. Like almost almost anti-Christian woo-woo. Interesting. And so Russ and the team said you can't be involved anymore. Because you're misleading people. She was a coach overseas. For Omega Kingdom Ministry. And, yeah. So there has to be oversight. So that people aren't being misled. So that people aren't being, well, malnourished. Frankly. And it it never needed to become this official thing. That came when church and state got melded in the fourth century. After about th- after about three twenty five. Um, and yes, that was the genesis of church as we know it. And. it became something that it was never meant to be. Right. Like, we love the body of Christ. Notice we don't say church. But we love the body of Christ, and we want to see her whole. We want to see her beautified. We want to see her unified. I know that doesn't make make much sense in the context of going small and decentralized, but it's a unity in the spirit. Yeah. Not a, not a forced unity of denominationalism. Right. And that's, I mean, that's human nature, though. We, we naturally go towards, um, well, basically giving up our right to think. Because it's easier. 
it's easier to just go with the flow with whatever organization you're a part of. And Ecclesia is not about that. Ecclesia is about following the king and being led by the Holy Spirit, becoming fully mature children of God. Allah, Romans 8. One of my favorite passages, by the way. Um, so that's what Ecclesia is. That's what all of this is about. It's about helping the body recover its identity as the body of Christ. Because at least here in the States, I mean, I don't know about overseas, but at least here in the States, we have a tendency in the body of Christ to be very tribal. Mm. Very tribal. To the point where some of the tribes, some of the denominations, don't even think that the other denominations are really saved. Right. And, you know, they have some biblical basis for, well, justifications they use for that. Um, such as the idea of not taking communion unworthily. So they want to make sure that everybody believes exactly the same way. So that nobody's taking it unworthily. That's not entirely what Paul was talking about there, but we can get into that later. Yeah. Like, it was... Well, I guess I'm going to follow that rabbit trail now. So, <laughs> in context, in context, that was about how the wealthier members of the Ecclesias in Corinth were feasting without the poorer ones. So they were glutting themselves. They were getting drunk while everybody else was still at work and weren't able to participate. Because in the early days, we're talking, you know, 40s, 50s, 60s, 80. So still in the first century here. They there was this thing called an agape feast, a love feast. And they would just, sh they would share a meal together and talk about the Lord. That was Ecclesia. It wasn't just a wafer and some juice. It was a meal wherein the wafer, wherein the bread and the wine were included. So, in some ways, potluck makes sense. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, you guys, we have to be aware. That's step one. We have to be aware of what the Bible actually says. Yeah. And the word church wasn't even there until King James. Right. He's like, hey, translators, make sure whenever you see the word ecclesia in the New Testament, you translate it church. Because guess what? King James 
was the head of the church in England. Well, actually, no. King James was not. He was, uh, <laughs> he was a Catholic. James the first. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and back then it kind of went back and forth in England between Protestant, Protestant and uh, Catholic. Right, but right. I, not going down that rabbit trail. <laughs> the point is that the word church was imposed on scripture. Right. It's not present there. So what what we're trying to do with ecclesia is recover what Jesus intended. Yeah. And there have been other movements in the history of the body of Christ that have tried to. I don't know if you know that, Caleb. Uh, I, I, I could be. Um, I, when I've learned, I'm, I know there's more. Absolutely, I'm sure. Um, I'm sure. Like, in the beginning, that's kind of what the friends were, the Quakers. Um, and they kind of came out of Meadow Simons, and Simons was sort of sort of a thought relative to the Waldensians back in the 16th century. These these were radical reformers, guys. They're like, the entire st- structure of the church needs to go. Which is exactly what we're saying. Huh. Mm-hmm. And they were persecuted harshly. Like, military force from both the the more mainline reformers and the Catholics. Like, they were cracked down on. Because because the way the state felt about religion, which harkens back to Constantine. Good old Constantine! Um, Good old Constantine. (laughs) What a great guy. But, yeah, it was they thought that in order to have legitimacy as a ruler they needed to be they needed to have the church in their back pocket because the monarchy was based on divine right uh-oh interesting theory of government there huh But the reality is, we should only have one king. And the one who was crucified and raised from the dead. That's the only king we need. We don't need human kings. Now. That's not to say that we should be anarchists. (laughs) But that is to say that... we are meant to, according to Paul, respect the rule of law. And obey where it's moral to do so. Mm -hmm. And that kind of brings us full circle back to current events, doesn't it? Yeah. As we're apparently on the cusp of another round of muzzling and lockdowns. 
No. No. I say no. And I say no. And Ecclesia can say no and affect things. And perhaps this is what will bring about the end of the church system. It's painful. It's really painful. And I say this sitting in on-campus housing at a seminary. Yeah. <laughs> my, my colleagues, my classmates, I, I don't know that they will have the opportunity to use what they've been learning in the way they think. even if they're currently serving at a church. Because if the lockdowns, if the previous lockdowns are any indication and the adverse reactions to the current shots, mm -hmm are a thing to be considered, which I think they are, um, we need to really rethink how this is, how this is supposed to be. And Ecclesia is the way forward, guys. Caleb and I are convinced. Like, oh, yeah. it's because the smaller the group, the harder it is to squish it because it doesn't have to meet in the same house every time okay. we can we'll talk about logistics next time well actually we might have an we might have a guest yeah um <laughs> our, our brother from down under was kind of going me 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 <laughs> we're always happy to have Malcolm back um but yeah, uh, we, we want to try to get more people uh, for interviews. Um, but yeah, we'll get we'll get back to you guys. On, um, and Matt's was good at giving an intro of what we're going to be trying to talk about uh, the following week. Um, so we'll, yeah, we'll get back to you on what we're going to try to do. Yeah, we want to try to get another interview. We do, but like today was just giving you guys an understanding. And I like um, this last uh, definition of an ecclesia of what it is. Uh, what we're called to do with as an ecclesia we are to be implementing the policies and the culture of the king him the king of kings the mm -hmm. lord of lords go back to his jesus's sermons or what he was trying to teach the people even what we were taught was good what that was based on the torah jesus was trying to go deeper you kind of like with the, you know you say an eye for an eye or tooth for tooth which is written in in the context of a judge mm -hmm. but i tell you you know um and with all these different examples i tell you this i go deeper than what as you're being taught his way kind of like you know uh, uh also if you you know um those you you know uh, when someone backhands your brother, you. someone, Let, yeah let's go into that verse that passage is beautiful when someone backhands you, because that's the kind of slap they're talking about there. It's a, you're lower than me. Get out of my way kind of slap. Turn your other cheek so that 
so that when they come back, they have to slap you with their palm. Mm-hmm. With their open yeah, palm, which that, says, yeah. you are equal to me. So you're flipping the power dynamic there. Think about that. Yeah. <laughs> then if a centurion, because back in the first century, there was an expectation that if a centurion said, Hey, I need you to I need you to carry my pack for me. Or you're gonna carry my pack for me. That's probably more like it was. Right. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna do this. If they had you carry it for a step more than a mile. One step more than a mile. Their life could be forfeit. So carry it an extra mile. Willingly. And thus challenge the existing structure. Not through the means of a zealot, which were military, which were terrorist attacks, which were, you know, fill in the negative thing. Fill in the Marxist thing. Uh-oh. So, we can subvert and are encouraged to subvert all these things. Because so we have authority. Go and do it. Go and do it. And go in your prayer closet. And then go and pray together. Because remember, where two or three are gathered, there he is. Mm -hmm. And this is not to shun people, you know, because in the sense of, you know, yeah, he says, go in your prayer closet. Because you need that one-on-one -on -one time with him. There is a, always a time for isolation. Jesus constantly did it. So it's needed. But you also need the body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can't be always go, 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 go. And that is one of the, that's one of the deficiencies that we see in the church system. Because most of the time, either pastors aren't trained to take that time or they just don't have the time because they're so busy doing the Lord's work. There needs to be a balance between contemplation and action, between devotion and activism, if you want to use those words. You can't just be an activist all the time. You'll get burned out. You'll get destroyed actually because in because what we focus on we become so if you're focusing on whatever you're opposing you're ultimately going to start adopting their ways of doing things and the you know the common misconception is that in order to beat evil you have to adopt evil's methods no that's not the kingdom that's not what Ecclesia is about. It's not about military strength. It's not about 
political clout, even. That's hard to wrap your head around, ain't it? Especially in the in the context of the old, um, you know, the the big evangelical right that used to exist here in the U.S. the the moral majority back in the '80s and '90s. Because that was using the political system. This exists outside the political system. It's an alternative to the political system. Mm-hmm. So that is what Ecclesia is, guys. Hopefully, we were very clear. And such, and gave um, good examples for you guys to understand what what Jesus was really, really intending. He was really intending for not a corporation, not a system, but a a working body, a functional body, a family, a, a kingdom of kingdom members, king uh, members that have abilities gifts that have been given by the king and authority to do to be you know. To, uh, to enforce what I like, what I, what we've been talking about, implementing his ways because his ways are good, his culture, that mindset, the, the ways of why we do things because it represents this, it symbolizes this, it all directs toward him, the king, because mm-hmm. the king can change you, he can save you, not man, not me, not Matt, not anybody else. But the king, Yeshua HaMashiach, is his Hebrew name, which means God is salvation. He is our savior. He is the only way. Let's make that very clear. He is the only way to the Father. Mm -hmm. As he said, no one comes to the Father except by me because I'm the way, the truth, and and the the life. So that is the point of the Ecclesia, is that we represent that. We represent the way, the truth, the life. That's we are called that's what we're called out to do. You want to go back to the to the root of what this Greek word means. These are the ones who are called out, who are sent out as apostles. Uh-oh. Getting there. <laughs> um, like that, the way that word has been co- has been co-opted, kind of makes me laugh, especially in sort of network charismatic circles, where an apostle is basically basically a, a CEO. They go around and speak at the at the churches that are paying um, paying dues to the network, mm. and advise them, and then go on their merry way, kind of like 
kind of like popes. Mm. Uh oh. Uh oh. But then there was a a group of leaders in that in that circle who actually visited Francis several years ago. Um, which gave me pause at the time because even even then this was like 2015 or something like that even then I'm like I, I don't know about this Francis guy <laughs> <laughs> I, and Pope Francis I'm, and I'm and I'm sorry for you Catholic listeners um, Pope Francis is a hot mess he is leading that church in a very dark way Mm-hmm. Um, and these other leaders, and I'm not going to name drop them. Um, I have met some of them in person, but they visited Rome and literally kissed the Pope's hand. Some of them. I'm like, wait, wait a minute. So I get that reconciliation is a part of what we're supposed to be doing here, but this dude is clearly moving his body of believers in a way that is contrary to much of scripture. Mm-hmm. So why are we making nice with him? Yeah. If anything, we should be calling him out. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's beside the point. But with that, it's going back to recognizing real authority. And Mm -hmm. that's Jesus. And, you know, even in the context of Ecclesia, there will be people whose gifts are in the pastoral, whose gifts are in the the leadership areas. And they will become more and more obvious as as the group develops. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. That's a gift that God gave them. But they shouldn't be the one preaching all the time either. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like we said earlier, the 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 function, the how the how of ecclesia, and maybe that should be another episode, but in short, the how of ecclesia is a group of individuals ideally in the same neighborhood gathering together learning who and whose they are learning about their authority and then taking that authority and changing their neighborhood and instead of tithing we can gather offerings and if somebody in our neighborhood somebody in our community is hurting mm-hmm. we can bless them mm-hmm. absolutely that's how that's supposed to work absolutely it's not supposed to go to some big building or funding a staff for programs yeah, yeah. and all this <sighs> come on come on <laughs> Like, these things are all well and good. But when they 
functionally replace the role of the Holy Spirit. That's a problem. That's a problem. That's a problem. We can't do that. So, yeah. That's what we're saying. That's a good place to wrap up. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, But, guys, thank you again for joining in. Uh, Like you said, we wanted to do this episode just to give a little recap of what Ecclesia is. We've done a lot of episodes on the topic. We've done so much. Really try to focus on other topics of just understanding lordship and understanding deliverance and other things. Uh, our goal is to reach to those who are tired of the system and want, but still believe in Jesus, mm-hmm. but still, but still looking for true fellowship. And we hope we, that the Holy Spirit is using this to inspire you to do it. You know, host one or yourself, host a small group Bible study, start. Listen to the Holy Spirit and direct you. This is not about us. We can't. We the only game we the benefit we get is knowing that you were touched and that you were um called to start something for yourself. Because this is not about us growing the ministry. The Holy Spirit will do that. He'll take care of all that. This is about reaching those and trying to figure out what it what is what is true fellowship. We want you guys to understand that. That is. Mm-hmm. We want you to know what true fellowship is and how to be have a true fellowship with the King. With Yeshua, with Jesus. All right. So and again, guys, thank you so much for attending. Yeah, Matt, go for it. And you know, as always, if you've got questions, you can reach us via email or social media. Uh, if you're watching on Rumble or YouTube, you can see where. If you're listening on the podcast, you can find us on True Social at Caleb Meal. Talk to direct. Talk directly to Caleb. And at tech underscore freedom. Oh, by the way, we actually have a new true social handle. Um, Let me uh, pull that up. It is at outpouring ecclesia. On True Social. That's right, yep. Um, I just started it last week. That's why I had to make sure. And it hasn't made it into the slide yet. Anyway, or you can talk to Caleb on Instagram, at Caleb underscore meal, or myself on Telegram, at Matthew 76 or by email, outpouring underscore fellowship at proton.me, or directly with Caleb, Caleb meal at outlook.com. And of course, We'd as love always, to hear from you guys. And of course, as always, the music is Indie Folk Background by Kyo Productions. Thank you so much for watching, and we will see you guys next week. Shalom, shalom. God bless, guys.